Jobber Nation, welcome to an exclusive episode of the JTP Lounge. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Luck. And we have a very dear friend of ours and a special guest joining us this evening, the man, the myth, the legend. He will introduce himself in a second. But before we do get to introduction. Thank you to every single person that came out for AEW's All Out Viewing Party. Probably one of the biggest turnouts we've had in a long time. So we're so glad everyone... Oh, shout out to being put on Bleacher, Bleacher Report, too. Don't think we forgot about that. So make sure to come out the Legends. Next time will be for Extreme Rules, September 26th at Legends. Um, other than that, let's get... Let's just jump right on in. Can our lovely guest tell the viewers and listeners who he is? Because I think a lot Man. of people know you. Like, they know the name. Right. They don't know mm-hmm. you. So let everyone yeah. know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, as I would usually say on my own show, it's your boy, A Dazzle. Um, A Dazzle from the Black Wrestling Alliance. Uh, most people would know Black Wrestling Alliance mainly from Instagram. Um, been running almost five years now. Almost five years. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's it's mad. Um, recently, kind of found my way back on Twitter, making up a lot of noise. Probably a little bit too much noise for some people. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is this is me. Black Wrestling Alliance, of course, is the page. Um, dedicated to black wrestling in general, every black wrestler that I can find in the world. Um, I've either posted about them, said something about them, something like that along the lines of, and um, everything that I do, my reviews, my opinions is all centered on black wrestling and building the black wrestling community and and fans. So that is me. Hashtag black excellence is in the building, y'all. So <laughs> before we get in, because trust me, the boys have been wanting to get you on for a long, long time. So we're definitely going to be asking long. some. Right. And and then when I thought about it, I was like, wait, that hasn't happened? It's Is never it happened. I thought we, like, you know, we spoke before, but well, now we're here <laughs> making history. So why not go yeah, into man. it? So first question. Go for it. Easiest question. What got you into wrestling? Like how, what is your wrestling journey? Because for someone to be so predominantly in the black wrestling community you gotta start from somewhere there's a journey for sure um earliest memory of wrestling is as an eight-year-old sitting down with my dad um on a saturday over here on a saturday afternoon was wcw so that was my early um my early memories man watching uh sting johnny b bad was my guy at the time. Um, and even like the Barbarian, the Barbarian used to scare me, man. Um, yeah, man. So WCW watching with my dad. And I not long after I discovered WWE, um, my cousin had had a satellite dish, um, like one of the only people in, in the area to have one of those. And so I'd go over there and watch WWE and I, um, or WWF then, um, see Macho Man and... Um, Ultimate Warrior and, oh, yeah, and all of that. Yeah, one of those ones. One of those ones. Um, so, yeah, man, that's what it was. So, for a while, you know, just got into it, loved it, whatever. Um, grew up. Coming back to my teens and people would start dropping off. It, 
because it, you know they found out it wasn't real. They got all upset in their feelings because the wrestling's not real. Yeah. Um, and I was like, like what you like didn't know before? Like was it? It was quite obvious to me that it wasn't real. It was a new thing to everyone else. Um, but then maybe towards so the the origin of the page itself of my page itself kind of came probably my mid mid to late twenties. Um, I started following like obviously now the, the background of how the business works and you know all the behind the scenes stuff and understanding all of that and being fascinated by all of that and then seeing pages that were doing their own you know news and stuff on on, on Instagram and, and whatnot and they've got this massive following you know the wrestling classic was one you know with however many hundred k followers that, that he had at the time and I was like yo I can do this I've got an opinion as well I can do this but then I was like but I need to do something different because he had like other ones like I think curbside hero wrestle page I'm like yeah I, I must be able to do this but I need to do something different so what I started doing was just looking for black wrestlers um and then I would just literally post about whoever I found at the time just post about them um and it just grew into what it is now my whole the whole premise of me doing what i was doing was actually originally to try and build a community of black fans in the uk specifically because being a fan of wrestling for one is unheard of two being black in the uk made it worse so then you're like you know you know you're like one of three people in the whole uk that likes wrestling um so that was my whole thing at first, but then because I was posting what I was posting, obviously I'm finding all these stars that are in the US. That's where the following kind of started building. Obviously, you guys know already, a lot of people thought I was from New York because I was associated with you guys for one. Um, and you know, everything that I was doing was all US based and, and whatnot. So it, it just built from there and yeah, we're, we're where we are now, almost 20,000 followers. I, I don't know how. Um, you know, eighty percent of my followers um, are from the US. Uh, the biggest following that I have in, in terms of cities is New York. I think it's seven percent now, seven percent, which is crazy. So yeah, yeah New York's yeah, where we're at. Trust me, and I still haven't been there, but you know, I'm trying to know. We've tried right. at, least, what, actually, at least twice. We rather, we rather would go to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. okay, okay. like, that actually is a goal of mine. I've always wanted to see wrestling in the UK. Yeah. And then yeah. Corona had a different plan because we were talking yes. to me. Trust me. Me and Danny were talking about going to um the NXT was in Ireland. Yes. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was like right after WrestleMania. We were like, yeah. all right, we I think we could do this. And then. Mm -hmm. Then the pandemic <laughs> shut all that down. So, <laughs> but how is the wrestling scene in the UK? Like how 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 has it grown? What's you know some of the wrestlers you may personally know in the UK that you can let us know about over here? Because mm -hmm. I think it's it's good to know from you know both sides of the pond what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, obviously, with the pandemic, um, wrestling was just non-existent over here. Um, the whole time so as opposed to you know WWE was still running of course um, AEW still doing everything and maybe towards the end of last year 
some other promotions kind of started to trickle back in and stuff like that over here it only literally started back in may i think it was april or may wow. this year um wow. something started happening and that was only like uh rev pro um yeah. where you'd probably find you know will osprey um was was doing a thing um so yeah the scene's been really really quiet really dead things are starting to build up again as i said um but the guys to look out for um someone i'm a massive fan of is michael oku or M um ojmo he's Ooh. killing it right now um he is a double champion in rev pro um just won a tag team championship and is their cruiserweight champion he's beaten pack he's beaten will osprey he's beaten um the guy oh what's his name the guy who's in the bullet club something eagles i can't remember now and he's beaten al phantasmo all these kind of different people so the ojmo wow. also wants to look out for roy johnson is another guy who is making waves um and i don't say that as a pun because his name Big wavy Roy Johnson, so he's making waves. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, there, there's a there's a whole lot of whole lot of people to look out for, and some of the ladies are killing it as well. Mercedes Blaze is one um, yeah, that some people may I know. Mercedes Blaze is absolutely killing it. Yeah, man. Um, here's here's a way you can look at a lot of UK wrestling actually. Um, so Progress Wrestling is on the WWE Network. And has been for a good few months now. Um, we don't have they... the network over here. Okay. It, it would be, it would be Peacock. Uh, Peacock. Peacock, isn't it? Yeah, we still oh, have the network. Okay. So I don't know is, it on, is it on Peacock? So it is I'm, on Peacock. I'm not sure. I, it, I think it is because I've seen some like clips of like old Pete Dunn and um right, right on right, Peacock. Right. But right. over uh, where he is, they still have the network. Yeah, we still have the network. Right, right, right. So they but they would do new shows every week as well. So it's all fresh. Um so Mercedes okay. is one. Um Roy Johnson actually is is the host. I don't know if he still does that, but he was the host when he first came onto um the network or Peacock. Um so yeah, there's there's a there's a, a lot of faces to to get to know. Um, I remember when I first started the page, I knew about three. Now I know at least three, and it's like, and that sound that doesn't sound like a lot at all. That's probably that how many WWE got on their whole roster, um, but it's a massive step to what I used it used to be. Um, so yeah, the UK have to keep your eyes on it, but you know. Um, the UK needs to do a lot more, a lot more when it comes to representation as well um, in wrestling. Believe me, it, that 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 whole thing hasn't even started over here. Like we've been we've talked about AEW recently. We've talked about you know WWE over the over the last few years, but in the UK, the representation is a, a joke, if not non you know it's non-existent almost. To be honest, why do you think that? Wow. Um, so again, I've been I've, I've been to shows. I've been to shows over here, um, and one, I'd be sometimes literally the only black person in the building. If if I'm not, you know, if not a wrestler, the wrestlers would probably be the over over three, three people. Um, <laughs> if if that, I mean, the one show that I went to. Um, and it was the most amount of black people I've seen in in, in a place was uh, was five people, 
the fact that I can count, the fact that I can count that and remember that tells you everything. Um, there was also a show wow. about two years ago that Roy Johnson put together. Um, it was two years ago in October, October being the UK Black History Month. And it wow. was literally just black wrestlers on the card um, from start to finish. Absolutely amazing show. Um, it was also obviously there to show that we can, you know, be on these main, sta uh, main stages and, and all the rest of it. Every single person that was in on the card could be on any card in the UK without doubt and, and show out. Um, it was a show with, I think it was around 150 people um, or fans attended. And I think it was less than 10 people, um, non-wrestlers, that were black. And some of those were family of the wrestlers. <laughs> and that was a show for black people and for black fans, but it was still a bunch of, you know, still another 125 plus white folk at 150 capacity show. Wow. So that tells you a lot. It tells you everything. So, okay, so so that I asked this question then. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a lot of black UK wrestling fans? Good question. Here's the thing. So it's a, it's a, that's a very good question. It's a twofold type of situation, almost almost a bit like a chicken and egg type of situation because it's like, well, are there a lot of fans, or is it that you know um, representations that bad that people are just not inspired to be fans? I think it's a bit of both. So you know, we're we're the minority in in this world of wrestling in in general. Um, whether you, whether it's a representation thing or not, we're the minority in terms of numbers. But at the yeah. same time, I believe that if wrestling was something that was the norm. So over here, you know, our biggest thing is football. You like call it soccer for some reason. Uh, but our biggest <laughs> thing is football. Um, <laughs> and, and, for, and, you know, very similar to basketball, very similar to basketball or um, American football, as we call it, or baseball. There was a lot of black um, stars who are the, the best. And it's not even a question. Like you'll 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 always have the argument of racism, for um, for example. But it's not a question as to whether there's enough representation or black people or whatever else. Football, you have a team of 11, 11 footballers. You know, you're probably having about eight of them are black on each team. It, it's not it's not a thing. So now, when kids are growing up, they want to be footballers. They want to be, you know what I mean. Um, it, it's well, whereas over here now with wrestling, it's not even a second thought. As soon as you hit the age of 12, wrestling's not even a thing for you anymore because you find out it's not real and it's not a thing anymore. You don't aspire to be a wrestler. Mm. So, if the representation was different, you know, I, I guess you wanting to aspire to be that or wanting to hold on to that, you know, you, your love for it or your passion would be very different. So I think it's twofold in the sense where we need to be represented more, but at the same time, you know, the representation would grow the numbers, I, I feel. It's just not a thing. No, you're, you're right. I, I also think that it's not, wrestling is not part of black culture. Right, right. It's it's not a, and it's, and it's, a, it's a worldwide thing if you think about mm, it. Mm, 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 like this, 
blacks in Haiti, blacks in Cuba, blacks in, mm-hmm. in you know, America. It's not black culture where mm-hmm. you have something like in Mexico. It's culture. Right. Right. Like, right. You like it's culture. Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, that is part of their culture down there. Mm. The, it's sure. it's it's their legends in the country. Japan culture mm-hmm. so i think a, a lot of things is us as fans is it kind of worked out for american black fans is a little bit more because we've been in, ingrained in it for so long mm-hmm. it's still not heavy part of black culture but it's a part of it in, in a little bit of way like especially southerns who came, mm-hmm. who came up the, north the great migration right. and they you know they start watching it but i think it, it starts as a young kid like you take your kids Mm-hmm. Go watch a wrestling show. They fall in love with it. They mm-hmm. take their kids, and it, it slowly, slowly ingrains in it. But I just, I just, when you just look at it, it's not a heavy thing in our in our culture in general. Mm-hmm. But if you see more and more people that look like you, right, you'll be more interested. Right, exactly that. Exactly so that. And now, I think that for me is the whole is the whole premise of one the page to my whole ethos on what I'm here, I guess, to do. Um, is to kind of encourage us as fans to be a, a lot more um, one vocal, proud about who we are, not be so, you know, um, kind of caged in in terms of being a black fan of wrestling. Um, you, you don't you don't tell nobody that you like wrestling. Why? Like why not? When you think about it logically, like it, it it's not different to liking anything else. Um, so you know, it's just one of those things. So how yeah. would you define representation in wrestling for a for as a black man? Like how would you define that? Like what does that look for you? Like if there was a perfect world in the mm-hmm. wrestling mm-hmm. for representation for our culture, how would that look? Like the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, at the end of the day, because wrestling is predetermined. And it's generally run by white males. It's them that's going to be telling their story. If we were very honest about um, black people in general, um, look at any, just look at any sport, any popular sport that there is. We are at the top end of the best, you know, the record breakers, the the current stars this, that, and the next, we are the top uh, basketball, football, local football, baseball, anything you can think of, even even now, even even now golf and Formula One, which is like rich white man sports. You know what I mean? <laughs> T- Tiger Woods, uh, Lewis Hamilton, like, we're there. So if, our, if, if this wrestling game was like, you know, real, not predetermined, or if we were honest about very honest about people's abilities and whatever else, we would be the top end of, you know, of, of the conversation, top end of all the stars and all the rest of it. Um, guys like John from Gresham, for example, is like the perfect oh. example of literally, oh. if not the best wrestler when it comes to technical ability or all the rest of it. The Rock is easily one of the greatest to ever do it. Oh, easily Lord, the greatest to ever do it. Listen, 
Wilkins, I'm there. I'm there with you. Completely there with you. No, no, no. Completely no. He's, there with he's you. Another, he's another love. First of all, I thought that was Austin. Because he had no... Yo, I looked at him like, put that away. That's the wrong right. thing. <laughs> I was lying, man. I um, so yeah, so yeah, Ruff is the one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, we've seen the reactions that we, we, we had when Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship. Um, we've seen what Bobby Lashley's been doing recently. Biggie's now the new champion. Um, the new day have done what the new day have done in, in, in recent years. It's like we literally should be on top. Um, but because we don't control the narrative, because they're or because there is a control of the narrative, the narrative is controlled by who it is that's run that runs things, and that's the white male. And it's it's, it's as simple as that. To be you fair, know, so, you know who said something very similar to that? Mm -hmm. The um the the man who's gonna get rid of racism in America <laughs> with his biracial <laughs> child. <laughs> My man, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> the liberator he, of, no, of, of the no, free no, people. All jokes aside, he said it in an interview. Mm. He was like, you see black faces at the top in the NBA and mm -hmm. in other sports. Why aren't they at the top when it comes to professional wrestling? Mm -hmm. See, my man, Cody, no. But the, thing about it, but the thing about it is what I realized is in other sports, we actually embraced it. You know, look at basketball. Mm -hmm. We embraced mm -hmm. basketball. Look at football. We embraced it. Every mm -hmm. sport that we embrace, just like um, Adrian said, we're going to dominate in it. Probably mm -hmm. in wrestling, we've probably been dominating for a while, but the power that's be, there's not enough that look like us. You understand? Right. Like, right. To have like a somewhat major promotion being owned by a black man, which it seems to be the only one is um, House of Glory, Master P. What else? You understand? And I said this, um, and I said this weeks ago is there is no black royal family. You understand? Where right, in basketball, right, right. there is so so many popular people in NBA that who was dominating were black. So it's easier mm -hmm. for them. To say, I, right, I'm gonna bring my people. Look at um Rich Paul. A lot of people don't like him, but because of LeBron, look how many people have black agents because of LeBron mm -hmm. that they can actually trust. And because of that, you got the Rock Nation. So who are the royal black families in in wrestling? There is none. That's mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's starting to come up. But who is We're, the royal black family right now, Big Dog? We don't we, we don't have it. Low-key, it's The Rock and the Samoans, but they ain't black. <laughs> exactly. The that's the only thing. That's the closest thing we're getting. That's the closest we're getting. closest thing we're getting right now. Because real talk, Dang. Nia Jax got away with a lot of shit. I love Nia. I absolutely love Nia. But she gets away with that <laughs> Way too much. Way too much. That shit. Because we, we also got to remember when she literally walked out the company and came back. Mm -hmm. That's the rumor. I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. And but, she's kind of a low card too, yeah. Yeah, mm. but one of the things is, is to um, answer the question and also talk to Adrian and the rest of us. I think it's starting to happen now because I've always spoke about how the the access for to learn wrestling wasn't always there. Mm. 
if you talk to a lot of like black wrestlers, a lot of them said they fell into the business. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we interviewed Jazz. How did she say she fell, she fell into the business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legend fell into the business. Booker T, you know, he be acting kind of funny sometimes online when it comes to black people. Yeah, but, I, I prefer his brother over him. So. But Every, everyone does, I believe. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he fell into the business. Mm-hmm. Ron, Ron Killings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone, um, a lot, of, a lot of them, and especially a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of black stars have, have fell into it um, through but, through football. Yeah, and then but the thing about mm. it, they're now being recruited now because they right, see the right, the, right. the physicality that they, that they can endure. They see how great mm-hmm. they are, how great they are, and all this and all this other stuff. And then there's more access to schools now. Mm-hmm. Majority. Yeah, remember when? Remember when we interviewed? Always on rest in peace, JTG. When he said he had to take the bus back and forth to Virginia, to right? Go, was it Virginia? Yeah. Um, I feel like it was further than D-Sow, that. D-Sow, D-Sow, probably, D-Sow. It was like maybe like a ten-hour bus ride. He would take yeah. from New York to uh-huh. go train and go back and forth. I believe yeah. Ember, Ember, Ember Moon did a very similar thing in Texas as well. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a five-hour there and back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that type of like. Like, imagine, like, you have to support your family because you're a young kid. Mm-hmm. And you about to you about to go go travel to five five hours and go wrestle? This is $50? Yeah, you know, you, know, you know what I mean? And wrestling school ain't cheap, low-key. It, it ain't Not cheap, so... But, but now we have more access to it. Like, once again, I'll bring a book of tea. He has a whole school now. Mm-hmm. Um... Um, Diva, the the Dullies have a school, the three D school they have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have yeah, yeah. a school, and like mm-hmm. like my brother's saying, they're we're building that legacy, mm-hmm. but it's a slow thing because low key the Samoans ran wrestling for like years. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, built their do. home. They it's built their home. And right, low right, key right. the Rock show that was on NBC, you saw that. Like, you, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the build like people don't talk about it low key, mm-hmm. but that show showcase how his grandmother was mm-hmm. out here running the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was booking people and learning the business Mad and nice. stuff like that. But but it's what we're saying, though. So what my brother kind of saying is like, the Samoans are probably not fully accepted and they're like, you know, we'll do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll build our own thing. And a lot of people are building these schools, are building these things, but it's it's still in the beginning process of it. Mm. But the one and, thing I have to realize is, is like, um, for example, um, for us in the U.S., right, I don't know how it is over there, hockey, mm. it's really expensive, right? And, like, um, thanks for the terminology, that's one of those rich man sports because equipment is expensive. And now, Mad- um, Madison Square and Garden, a lot of these big arenas who have hockey are not having youth hockey where they mm-hmm. are – Covering the certain costs. The thing about it, when it comes to wrestling, like my brother pointed out, it's it's expensive, and mm-hmm. just because the access is so limited, there is there is not enough schools that maybe four schools may charge every month a thousand dollars. Nobody mm-hmm. in the hood got a thousand dollars compared to the same exact thousand dollars that I have for a month. I could take that. Mm-hmm. I could buy basketball and I could go to the park. That's the most expensive stuff and the sneakers. The rest of the five hundred thousand dollars I could use mm-hmm. for like clothes, 
um, for a baby formula, right. you don't know. There's so much stuff you could use. But mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. How is it mm-hmm. training for black people over there? Is it the same struggle as it over here? Or is it a lot easier? It's, it, it's, it's near non-existent. Because, as, again, as well, wrestling is very much, um, you know, a Mexican, a Japanese, and an American thing. Over mm. here, it's even even for um, the white male. Over here, wrestling's not a thing. Wrestling wow. isn't even in the top five, ten of you know sports or whatever else that anyone would would, wow. would do. It's not. It's not. It's not even in in a conversation half the time. Um, I'm sure most of the guys, white or black, um, would probably say the same thing. So you know, um, even with Pete Don. So Pete Don is from Birmingham, where I'm from as well. Um, oh, and, you know, I remember there was there was a documentary years and years ago. Pete Don was probably like 16, 17, just getting into the business. Um, and no one knew who he was, but he only got into wrestling because his dad used to be a bodybuilder. Uh, his older brother was a bodybuilder, so he wanted to be a bodybuilder as well. So he started doing that, and then one of his friends who was a bodybuilder was into wrestling as well. And that's kind of how he got into it. So, again, it's not a thing where you aspire to be a wrestler at a young age. It's something that you kind of just fall into, get into it, you you find that you're decent at it and carry on doing it, and then you fall in love with it and and, and it builds into whatever it is. Um, It's only probably only recently now because it's so accessible, because we have the internet, because we have social media, that you see things here, there, and everywhere, and you can, you know, access is just there. So Pete younger Dunn people, are, younger yeah. people are now, no. you know. Oh, Pete Don one. That's what I was. I was trying to wait till you finish and tell him no. Uh, oh Champa. Okay. Is uh, the new NXT champion? Uh, <laughs> okay. I can I can deal with that. I wanted it to be Pete Don. It would have made more sense. But all right. Um, but yeah, so people just kind of just fall into it as well. So over here, wrestling school, I, 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 there are very few far between, and even if they do exist, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where a friend of a friend will tell you about it, or you know, you kind of just hear, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. Um, so. It, it, it's it's crazy. Like I didn't even know wrestling schools existed over here until about five years ago. I'm like, what? There's actually wrestling schools here. I I wouldn't I wouldn't even fathom like how people actually got into wrestling in the UK. I That's thought wild. you know I thought the British Bulldog was the British Bulldog because he went to America. You know what I mean? Like not because you know, not, and and like the Dynamite Kid and whatever else. Not because they became great wrestlers in the UK. But simply because they moved over there, so yeah, now it's very different, of course. But it's still, as as Wilkins said, it's a it's it's very much a secret society type of type of thing, where unless your friends told you about it, you don't really know. You're not you're not look you don't necessarily look for it. Yeah, you you don't. Um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to being featured on your page, because yes, I get people hit. There's one dude that goes to my school. I think he's the next up. I'm telling you that right now. I'll DM you him, like mm-hmm. no bullshit. When our our teacher read, was just like mm-hmm. he's next. Mm-hmm. Like, homie's the complete package. Nice. You talking about the black kid with the braids? 
Encore, yeah. He's a complete package. Like that little mm, me a Reggie. <laughs> yeah. He's a no, he's the complete package. He do. That he's the he's a complete package. But he came up to me once. He was like, yo, I may I'm I know I hit it when I'm on the Black Russell Alliance page. <laughs> 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 When we were in pre-production, what did I tell you? I said, people yeah. out here don't feel validated mm-hmm. unless they on Black Wrestling Alliance. So, but the thing is, though, it's I'll get to the actual question about it. It's Mm-mm-mm. the importance of being recognized yeah. because they're not recognized enough mm-hmm. for their talent. They're, a lot of times they're overlooked. Mm-hmm. So what do you look for when you're like, you know what? I'm gonna post, I'm gonna do a spotlight on this guy or this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What particular what particular things do you look for? Um so the streets can know. <laughs> he giving him the cheat code. Yeah, he giving him the cheat code. You know what? You know what's you know what's been disappointing in the last year or so. Um I've not necessarily been able to do that type of thing um so like post on a focus wrestler like the spotlight type of post um i'm trying my best to bring it back but it takes so long and i don't have the time like i used to but what it used to be for me um would literally be that type of like an 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 it factor so it's not like you know you gotta be this you gotta be that blah 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 it was just stand out so as i said when i first started doing this page it was just about me looking for black wrestlers. I didn't think there was as many as there, there are. I'm finding these people, I'm just like, why are there so many of you? Like, <laughs> giving me work to do, what are you doing? Um, but like, one of the first one of the first people that I found was Caden Carter. Um, what did she used to be called back in the day again? I can't even remember now. I don't remember. I completely forget. I completely forget. Um, but she was one of the first people that I found. And it was literally because, one, she was just different. Like, there were other female wrestlers out there that I spotted. But she was just doing stuff that no other females were really doing. Um, Lacey, Lacey Lane. Thank you for that. Um, so she, she, she was doing stuff with Leo Rush. I saw matches with her and Leo Rush. And, like, she was keeping up with Leo Rush, not just in the speed, but in what they were doing as well. And I was just like, wow, this is completely different to what I've seen any other female do. Um, so she was one. Another one was um, Desmond Xavier, um, Swerve, um, Shane Strickland back then. Strickland. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Casanova, Carmelo Hayes now. Um, Chris Bay was another one, and I'm just like, yo, like these people are doing stuff. Like we, as as a wrestling fan, I know a lot of wrestling fans look for people that do things different. So the reason why we loved Shawn Michaels back in the day was because he was very different to your Ultimate Warrior, to to Hulk Hogan. He was, was. built different. He was just this nice slim guy, a little you bit more relatable because, well, there was that as well. There was that as well. Um, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, all these people, even back then, Chris Jericho. Um, and obviously, The Rock came out and, and, and did what he did as well. So, I always look for, I was always looking for people that were just different, 
just completely different, but yet had something, weren't different just to be different, but they also had something. So I mentioned all those names that I mentioned. Now look at those people now. Caden Carter's in WWE. Swerve is doing what Swerve's doing. Wesley Desmond Xavier is now, you know, NXT Tag Team Champion. Um, Chris Bay is one of the most talked about people this year. Um, you know, Carmelo Hayes, breakout star. I almost feel like I should be a scout for WWE because I found all these people and, you know, they're now doing things now. I, I, I mean, I've had people that have come back to me and said, oh, here's, here's, a, crazy, here's a crazy one, actually. There, there are at least two people that I know for a fact who were signed or got an opportunity because they were spotted on my page. Talk to them. Talk about Talk me. So, so one of the people who... I mean, it wasn't necessarily an, an opportunity necessarily came from this, but I remember ages ago, Faye Jackson um, messaged me and she was like, oh, I was at a WWE show. Um, she was like in, you know, in, in the back or whatever else. They were in a city and she probably ended up being, I don't know, in, in like, say, the conga line or something for then, you know, um, No Way Jose or probably Adam Rose's one back in the day. But she's like, I was at a show and, and I was in the back and I saw um, I saw Teddy Long. Teddy Long's come up to me and said, oh, you're Faye Jackson, aren't you? She was like, how do you know? I saw you on the BWA page. What? Teddy Long noticed her from my page. The fact that Teddy Long was even looking at my page at the time, I was like, what? Um, the other big massive one, the big massive one. Um, so when AEW started started out, um, and they first announced that they were going to be a fully fledged company and, and whatnot, and they were naming who were you know who would who would be on on the board and stuff. And Brandy Rhodes was saying she's going to be chief brand officer. Brandy Rhodes had already been following the page for for a little bit. Um, so I got brave and I messaged her and I was like, oh. You know, is there any way I could get an interview with you and blah, blah. Managed, managed to get one. I was the first person to speak to her since she announced her, her position. And one of the things that she told me was the reason why Sonny Kiss was signed to the to the company was because Brandy Rhodes spotted him on my page. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, like it, it, it the happens. It, it the happens. definition it happens. of putting me on. <laughs> what? Well, well, the thing is, crazy. Low key. Low key so, I, you ever heard of the Source? Source magazine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So back in the day, they had something called unsigned hype. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, I, and you, I give we love wrestling. There's a little bit of that too. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you are like the unsigned hype for black wrestlers. You yeah, are you literally, are. that's what you are, the unsigned hype for Black Rust. You have your other, you know, um, news source about people that are signed, everything that's going mm -hmm. on. When it comes to, like, people who are not in it right now, mm -hmm. not signed, mm -hmm. you are, like, that that go-to page for Black wrestlers. Like, we love wrestling as it does everybody, but, right, like, right, right. you do, like, particularly Black wrestlers and you talk about them who are, who aren't signed people we never this guys I've never heard of and I was like oh we'll check them mm -hmm. out and you got yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> the biggest mm -hmm. the biggest thing that I will say is that separates you from and this is some one thing I've always loved about you about the mm -hmm. page is that 
the presentation has been superb. The presentation has been superb. So when you spotlight somebody, it's put in a way where it's like, oh, mm, 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 this, this is something serious. Mm, mm. And, and it's been one of your one of your, your biggest strengths throughout the years is the presentation that, that you put up. But mm. yeah, you you killed really it. killed it. But anybody on your radar right now? Like before you answer that, all right? Mm, 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 you have put me on to people I never thought that they were black. Like, I'm sorry. There's a couple <laughs> of them I had. Ricochet, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Ricochet yeah, yeah, yeah. was Rico Blue, you didn't know? Listen, I didn't listen, know. Man, listen, man, I can I can name a good number of people, um, a good number of wrestlers that almost every time I pro post about them, I get, oh, so-and-so, is that, are they black? Or, or they will tell me yeah. that that person's not black. Ricky Starks is, is the latest one. Every time I post about Ricky Starks, it doesn't matter how many times I do it, I get at least one person why either ask, oh, Ricky Starks is black, or tell me Ricky Starks isn't black. And this is after Ricky Starks has come out and said he is black. Or he, he you know what I mean? He, he, well, it's crazy. Like my, my, uh, Mia Yim is another one. That was on Twitter oh, the other day. I saw that. I saw that one. <laughs> That's a madness. Um, Ricochet is another one for a very, very long time. Um, Sasha Banks, people are still every now and again question that one. What? Um, yeah, what? Sasha Banks is, still gets questioned. Weird. That That's is weird. mad. That's mad. I don't you, get that. You know what but the you know problem what? is? Mm. And this and this is this is this is what it is. And this and, and this goes into wrestling as well. We put black people in a box. Right. Right. We're supposed to look a certain type of way, mm -hmm. dress a certain type of way, and act a certain mm -hmm. type of way. Mm -hmm. And people who are black fall for that mentality of how they're supposed to look, even though we be mixing and diving mm -hmm. and all over. Like you're like just this, just the, the four people that are here. You mm -hmm. have two nations, an English mm -hmm. man, and a Cuban woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like right. it's we come in so many different shades. I like we're 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 the most diverse race ever. If that makes mm -hmm. any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is fast, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 what, what happened, Janelle, on NXT as we watch this? So right now, <laughs> because they do, I'm surprised they let the wedding be the last thing. So they got the wedding oh. and Dex the Lewis. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the officiant was like, is there anyone that objects? And they all put their hands up. And Dex Lewis has an axe in his coat pocket. And he just showed the axe like, if y'all don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's hilarious what's going on. With but actually, I have a question. <laughs> what is your opinion on lists? You know, we've been talking behind the scenes. Uh -huh. There have been some mm -hmm. lists that have been released. You do your own list. Like, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts and, and opinions and how you think doing a list formulates that, like, image? Like, does it does it help? Does it hurt? You know, there, mm -hmm. there's so many, I think, good things. But then I also think it's always that ranking that 
you made whoever you thought was the 86 doesn't deserve that or whatever that mm, you mm, 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 mm. what is your opinion on lists lists in general listen i don't care how many lists there are there can be 20 million lists it's not a problem making a list is not an issue for me if i ever had any issue with any list it's about it being clear and concise so if you have a list you need to let people know exactly what the list is um and especially if it's a ranking what that criteria is and then it has to then follow and make sense so i've you know obviously we know about the pwi 500 and um every year since i've been kind of you know following and, and making my points on it and posting about it and who the who the top black stars are on the list and blah blah, blah you always get the comeback of you know oh so and so shouldn't be there and this person should be here and blah blah and i'm like well let's go back to the criteria let's look at what say jonathan gresham for example some people are you know probably arguing he should have been yeah. higher blah blah and rich swan probably shouldn't have been at number 10. i just spoke to earlier today spoke to um the editor-in-chief and he was on my show and so i asked him the same question like you know people are saying which one and jonathan gresham probably should have swapped places blah, blah blah but then when you look at the criteria the criteria is firstly wins and losses championship wins and it depends on what that championship is and blah 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 then it's you looking at the, the the level of the competition that they faced so for rich swan and jonathan gresham as great as gresham is in the ring first and foremost which, the championship that he won that. is mm -hmm. the pure championship not the ROH championship, that probably would have made the absolute difference. Whereas also as well, with Rich Swan winning the Impact, he also faced former Impact champions um, and, and beat, you know, Sammy Callahan, for example. Um, Moose was a strong contender, even though he's not a former champion, strong contender for the championship. And then on top of that, he was the, the man that was put in, um, who Impact said, right, this is going to be the guy who we're going to put at the forefront for this this massive champion versus champion thing that we're doing with AEW, mm -hmm. they chose Rich Swan. That's massive. That's way bigger than, uh, and it's you know it's way bigger than what Jonathan Gresham did. As much as that whole pure championship and the tournament was about him, was focused on him. He won it. All the rest of it, it doesn't compare to then an inter inter brand champion versus champion scenario. So lists are absolutely fine as long as the criteria makes sense. Um, Wilkins mentioned as well about my thing about uh, presentation. For me, I come I come from a marketing and and branding background. That's what I do. That's what my that's what my day to day job is. So for me, that is the most important thing. The way people take things in. So your your list, your presentation, all of that has to be on point. Otherwise, people are not gonna take it in, or it's gonna be quickly forgotten about. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna resonate with people. Then you know what I mean, and all that kind of thing. So clarity isn't just how it looks, but how it's how it's presented, um, the purpose of it as well. So. Let's be very frank about the reason why you asked this question. So we had the the BW five the BW five hundred. He just came on here Let, throwing shade. Now he throwing now he throwing haymakers. It's, it's, it's not a shade for you in the slightest. The reason why that you asked this question. The let's BW go. Let's go. 
Let's go, let's go. So it we have the BW500. It's about the BW500, right? So as great as the list is to um, showcase black wrestlers, listen, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. The effort it takes to, to, to make that is phenomenal. Cannot be taken away in the slightest. It's very, very difficult. I do my own list and, you know, that has 10 people every month. Just that alone is a headache. That shit is hard. It's difficult. So, it's to, a lot do of work. Five, so to do 500, to even know 500 black wrestlers is phenomenal. But my thing was, my thing with with it was simply the the presentation and the purpose of it. So whether it, if, it, if it was a ranking, make it clear it's a ranking and also what the criteria is. If it was just a directory or a list of names, make it clear and obvious that that's what it was. And also with that said, if it was a list of names and you just want people to start following and supporting these people, for me, the, the way to do that would have been possibly put it on a website and then have links to those people's social medias or something like that. If you know those many people, you you have some, at least one link to one social media um, account that they have. In this day and age, it, it's you don't know a name and don't have some kind of access to them. You know what mm. I mean? So lists, let's keep doing them. Need to need to keep need to keep happening. Again, it's awareness. It, it's putting names out there in the same way my page works. It's about putting names out there for people to start following, supporting. If you see something in them that you like, and you know, I've I've had more than enough times I've posted about a wrestler, and they maybe maybe only got like five followers from that post or on that same day, and they'll message me like, "Oh, it's amazing! You know, I've got so many followers." Blah blah blah. It that alone is more than enough. Um, so keep doing what we're doing, but I think we have to be a lot more clearer in in what we are trying to do. Because here's the other thing as well: we're black people. We know already we have to work ten times harder than the white man to just to be seen as equal. That's true. That's true. That's so that's anything anything that we put out has to be on top um, for people to say, "Yo." That's something, you know, that that that's something that's something for me to look out for, or oh, these people are doing so and so. And so let's keep doing what we're doing, but the level has to be on top. Um and and you know what, and 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 to be frank as well, when you look at other lists that are done, you know, PWI, for example, and any other list, even with the PWI, they'll focus on the top ten. Each, each each person on the top ten's got their own page. That's that's amazing. But then even the the, the rest, the other four hundred and ninety, all have at least some little a bio yeah. about about them yeah. and why they're in the list or why they're you know what I mean. It, it's it, it's simple. If you know who they are, tell me, tell me what you know, and that and that's and that's all we need to do. That's all it is. No. No, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Um, the list has its has its own thing. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts on the current landscape of black wrestling in America right now? Because I know that's the majority of, of what you what you see. Mm -hmm. What are your current mm -hmm. thoughts on it? 
as you know, we just had a back-to-back black champions for WWE. Amazing. Oh, okay. NXT, NXT, NXT is getting extra NBA-ish here and there. <laughs> I have never seen so many black niggas on NXT tonight in my life. <laughs> okay. Um, we also... Was a dark or light skinned brother, and I was like, "Where did they all? Where did he come from?" Yep. And, and and you know, AEW is having their representation issues, but mm-hmm. just recently, you know, Ricky Ricky's coming up, Hobbs is coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a work between Brian Brian Cage and Ricky. You, you know more than I do, so I don't know if that was a work that's going on online mm-hmm. right, right now. Um, but what are your thoughts right now? Uh, you know, people complain about AEW, people you know complain about WWE. Mm-hmm. So, what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the landscape? Um, the landscape in general is still very obvious to us as to who runs the show. Okay. Um, WWE, you know, are doing great um, in in general. They're doing great, but then you'll have the. Kofi Kingston scenario when he lost in nine seconds. You get the repeat when we had Bianca Belair losing in 25 seconds. And it's those things that kind of tarnish or remind us as to who runs the show. Um, and, and that's not me saying that it's an all-out racist type of scenario, but it's definitely a thing where our thoughts and our feelings and the way we're going to react isn't necessarily a second thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go from Kofi Kingston being the first African um, champion to having about a six-month run, decent, beating the likes of Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Randy Orton, um, all former, all former champions, all the rest of it, very convincingly. Um, and then he loses to Brock Lesnar in nine seconds, and that was only really for Kane Velasquez to come out and face up to Brett Lesnar, and then he disappeared in, like, two days. Like, I... Because Kane Velasquez can't wrestle his bum ass. Right. I Absolute rubbish. Him. Absolute rubbish. Um, rubbish. And then, obviously, with Bianca Belair... <laughs> um, <laughs> Bianca Belair, obviously, losing out simply because um, Becky Lynch came back. So, you know, we, we get those moments. But at the same time, with WWE in general, obviously, as, as you said, we've had... Bobby Lashley to Big E. Bobby Lashley's run was absolutely amazing. Um, I echo the thoughts that that Wilkins shared, I think, last week about people not giving enough flowers to, to Lashley and, and not speaking up enough about what Lashley's been doing the last six months. It, he's, he's just been untouchable, untouchable in everything that he's been doing. Um, you see the likes of Reggie. Um, as much as our truth is doing the comedy stuff, he's, he's very much, you know, the stamp of what the 24-7 championship is, and I think it was made for him. Um, you know, and, and and there's so many others that that's happening. Obviously, you know, the stuff that we've seen in NXT, uh, we've seen the Hurt Business, we've seen um, Hit Row on NXT, uh, Wesley and MSK doing great on NXT as well. So it's it's nice. On the, on the other side of Florida, um, you've got AEW. And I'm like... What's going on? <laughs> and, 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 and for me, the, and for me, the biggest problem, the biggest problem for me when it, when it comes to AEW, isn't simply the lack of representation. The problem that they put themselves in was saying 
we are going to be a diverse company. Thank if they you. never said that, no one would be saying anything right now because if ROH, if ROH, for example, ROH are doing great things, then you know there's there don't doesn't seem to be a representation problem in ROH. But if there was, or if there was not many people in ROH uh, that were black, no one would be asking any questions. No one, no one questions PWG. No one questions, um, you know, some some of these other indie promotions that have, you know, bought us the likes of, you know, a CM Punk or or, or the Kenny Omegas or the Young Bucks and all that, all those kind of people. No one's questioned that because they never said that that's mm -hmm. what they're going to be there for. Whereas AEW came out strong. <laughs> we are about representation. We're signing a. We're signing an openly homosexual they man. We're signing. We're signing a trans conference. transgender person, and we're signing all these Mexicans and blah 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 and da 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 da. But yet, two years later, who's the top of the card? John Moxley, Chris Jericho, NJF, Darby Allen, CM Punk, White, 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 Adam Page. You know what I mean? Hold up to the friend though. Just like I Go said previous before, yo, it's only been two years and enduring right in the middle of the pandemic. Now, this is why that I give yo, I get what everyone's saying. I mm -hmm. thousand percent get it. I will never mm -hmm. deny it. And I'll agree with y'all. But yo, mm -hmm. listen, WWE was doing this for way, way longer. And we didn't say now. nothing until recently. AEW now. I'll give them a pass. They have, you know, a pandemic, stuff uh -huh. like this, easier to reconcile. But mm -hmm. I'm giving them a pass because some of the great up-and-comers are black. So now, now here's, 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 here's my counter-argument to that, though. Here's my counter-argument to that. I had a very um, good talk with Alfred Conua. You guys had him on, on your show yeah. a, few, a few weeks back as well. I love Alfred. Um, he's, he's, he's amazing. Um... One of the things he said, which I didn't even think about, you know, and I was like, whoa. One of the things he said is we talk about we talk about WWE taking 60 years to put a, a championship on, on, a, on a black man. But then 60 years ago, or for that 60 years, or for at least 50 years, were there guys like us? Were there guys like us? Were there other black um, wrestling journalists and fans who were making noise? Not at all. It's I think a massive period. reason why certain things are happening is simply because we are making noise. We are now making noise. We are now we now have a voice that is being heard and can be accessed and, and all the rest. It can't be ignored. That's what the difference is. So for me, the two-year thing for AEW, I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. Because here's the other thing as well. When you guys were signing people, where was at the time? Swerve was was a free agent. Chris Bay was a free agent. Christian Casanova was a free agent. Ken Broadway was a free agent. Um, you know, all these other people, all these people were free agents at the time. Savannah Evans, big time, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Why were they not signed? Why were they not signed? There you go. There you go. There's so many. There's so many. Why weren't they signed as? You know, mid to, to, to upper card talent. Scorpio Sky was probably the only person that was signed that was black that had some level of recognition. And that was because he was part of a trio with two other white guys. Two other white guys. So, in ROH. 
This is this is my thing. Fault us, Sir Walter. Hold on. I'm just so glad you said the exact same thing I've been saying for months. No, they got up there, had a whole conference and said, our mission is to have diversity. Mm -hmm. Where? <laughs> but, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and it's not just the black thing either, because up until um, the Lucha Brothers beat um, the Young Bucks as well, like... Their whole other their other thing as well was about tag teams. They had the lineup of the best tag teams in the business, bar the Usos, the Street Profits, and the New Day. They had everyone else, or they still do have everyone else. What happened to Proud and Powerful? Why did it take the Lucha Rose so long? Um, why did the Young Bucks and why did why did why was Kenny Omega and Adam Page tag team champions when you had five other tag teams that should have been the face of your tag team division? Why are you getting two single stars holding on to a tag team championship? It, it made no sense. So it's not they just... They put on some fire matches, though. And there's no doubt that they would they would show out. Okay. There's no doubt okay. they would show out. All right. But All if right. you're going to have... If you're going to have Proud and Powerful, the Lucha Brothers, um, you know... Even before FTR came, you had um, Jurassic, you Express. Had Jurassic Express and, and a few others. What was that about? Why did they do that? It, it made no sense. It just made no sense. And, and there's so much that they do. Again, the women's division is, as well is another one. Like, why is it taking so long? Even now, I'm glad Britt Baker is where Britt Baker is. She's great. And she's going to, I think she's definitely helping to you know I, I guess extinguish the uh, the, the mess up in yeah the, the, the mess up that that was there having Hikaru Shida the champion for so long it was way too long um and I and I can see certain things change but at the same time I'm still kind of like right how are they gonna do this what are they gonna do with this um and then the other argument to the whole you know diversity and what I call AW the minority report um, is you know <laughs> we we had the likes of you know we had the likes of MJF Darby Allen um, Jungle Boy and whenever we talk about this whole thing of a lack of representation the first thing is oh but uh, which black stars ready which black stars ready which black wrestlers ready was MJF ready when he signed was Darby Allen really ready when he signed is Jungle Boy ready Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy, you can argue, but he, had, he, he was very different. But there's no reason why you couldn't look at a Scorpio Sky and think, right, we want to push him. So that's exactly what's going to happen. Because that's what happened with MJF. Yeah. That's what happened with MJF. They looked him for, oh. No, that's, that's not what it is, though. Go for it. This is, this is what it is. Their demographic is white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what, and that's what they're feeding. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes mm -hmm. down to, and it's and you know what? If that's what it that's that's what it is. Would their mm -hmm. product grow if they added more representation in it? Yes. Mm -hmm. But it goes back to what you said in the beginning of the show. When you went to your show in the mm -hmm. UK, mm -hmm. it's five. It's five of us and like one hundred and twenty-five of them. 
Right. And out of the five, right, right, right. the families of the wrestlers. That's right. one. Number right. two, you you mentioned it earlier in the show as well, mm-hmm. where it's still a hold by white men that's holding, that's holding, that's, that's controlling you. And majority of those men are wrestlers as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's num- that's number two. By the way, has has Brandy blocked you yet? Blocked me. Yes, you. Nah, not at all. Listen, man. I've, listen, Brandy. Brandy, you see, after that that whole thing, actually, she she put out that tweet and deleted it not not, not long after. Um, that kind of got me back on Twitter uh, about three weeks ago. Uh, but she messaged me. She messaged me on on Twitter, um, and I've spoken to her directly about the whole situation. I'm not going to say anything more than that because I, I probably wouldn't even supposed to tell you that I spoke to her. But yeah. um, nah, nah, nah. Like me and Brandy. No, it, it's. It's cool. the fact that she's one of like out of like a hundred when mm-hmm. it comes to the, the minority voice, mm-hmm. and that's the and that's the the biggest issue there mm-hmm. is they mm-hmm. don't have more voices mm-hmm. to say certain things, and the WWE mm-hmm. has that problem as well. Very true, very very true. But certain things Vince likes, mm-hmm. and. Certain people can influence Vince. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why. Because people never talk about this. We've mm-hmm. spoken about this numerous times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Vince loves Biggie. Right. When they were right. gonna choose who's the next gun, who's next up is gonna be Biggie was the Vince guy. Said Biggie. And so Michael Hayes was like, nah, yeah. it Roman Reigns. Right. Exactly. And is I'm gonna say two things. Is it makes sense why Vince like Biggie? Let's take with the fact that Biggie is black, right? I'll make two mm-hmm. Let's take with the fact mm-hmm. that Biggie is black, right? Biggie don't take it. Biggie takes himself seriously when he has to, but yet Biggie know how to laugh at himself. Because mm-hmm. I listen to Bobby Lashley interview, right? Everybody knows that's my one of my favorite wrestlers. You know, one of the top mm-hmm. five bald headed wrestlers in the game, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Oh my God! All of you have no hair. Bold and beautiful. Bold and beautiful. Top five. And Lashley said it. He said, "Vince had to take the seriousness out of me so I could laugh at myself." You realize Mm -hmm. that when he was laughing more in stupid storylines, it makes sense Mm -hmm. because you are sports Mm -hmm. entertainment. You have to entertain the crowd many different ways. So Mm -hmm. someone like Mickey, you see this guy, he works hard, everything, Mm -hmm. and he's not laughing at himself. That's my champion. You understand? Because Mm -hmm. he fits sports entertainment. The thing Mm -hmm. about, and that's one point I want to make. The second point is, when it comes to us black people, Mm -hmm. just because a black person doesn't fit the criteria of how to be black, we turn against them. Like Brandy Rose. How many times people saying that Oh, Brandy Rose, don't do this right. From all from our people, black our women people. getting yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, look how she carry herself, what she doing. She, she right. like um um she married a white man, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or the storyline where that her husband buried moves. There's a lot of stuff that she deals with. And just because she doesn't mm-hmm. come out like a Rihanna, it's come like a Cardi B, but she's Brandy Rose, it's hard. Especially in right. wrestling is my brother, you, myself, and all, all four of us, when my brother says something, just because he's not saying it in the whole yo, 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 they don't want to listen to him because he doesn't mm-hmm. fit the criteria what a black person has to be. So Brandy Rose mm-hmm. get a lot, not only from the people Way too much. Like from 
us. Way too much black. Yo, yeah, people yeah. go live on Instagram, whatever. They be dogging her. I'm looking like, mm-hmm. yo, queen, don't talk about unity. But yeah, you bring out another black person. You don't even mm-hmm. call critique on what she did. You critique her whole lifestyle. I'm looking like, yo, how can you do that? And then your next post, this is what kills me. And your next post, you talk about we got to support each other. You just mm-hmm. let them bring me rules. Mm-hmm. You know what it is with Brandy? Oh, you know what it is with Brandy, and I actually feel kind of bad for her. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. doesn't have enough sisters in her corner. Yep, that's yep. the problem. Yeah, where we all have people we can talk to that look like us mm-hmm. to get a little like feedback from, mm-hmm. to have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. And she says stuff. She does stuff. She means well. I I agree. She does. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, sis, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And she has nobody to pull her coattail. Like, nah, don't do stuff like right, that. Right, 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 right. She needs. It's one of those things where she needs more supporters than haters. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she be throwing herself in this fire, and you be like, yo, ma, you threw yourself in this fire. I like, why did you wear the gasoline jacket for? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, I can't help you mm-hmm. up if you get burned too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing this stuff. And I know she's trying to, to maneuver and do things. And she said it. She's like, I have no control. Mm-hmm. I can't do shit. I'm just, I'm just a figurehead. Mm-hmm. But to go back to everything that AEW is doing, it's like they're feeding their audience, and their audience loves the elite. Yeah, of course. They love the elite. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's like this double-edged sword mm-hmm. because you get stuff like Adam Cole coming back. You get stuff like probably mm-hmm. the elite doing stuff, which is like big budget type of sh- big blockbuster type of moves, Daniel Bryan, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you have all these talented wrestlers that you really mm-hmm. aren't building up. Now we're kind of seeing maybe some movement with Ricky Starks, Will Hobbs is trying to build up. But it's one of those where, like, people have to wait, which isn't fair. It isn't fair. Mm-hmm. Why is not fair? Huh? Why is not fair? Because MJF didn't have to wait. Darby mm-hmm. Allen didn't have to wait. Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy didn't have to wait. Orange Cassidy was signed and immediately set, shot, shot up. And he wasn't a big star. Exactly, huh? and, and it wasn't. Put him over. Yeah, if, yeah. If that happened with if that happened with Adam Cole, Dan and Brian, it would make complete sense. They had but a chance. To no do one, no. They had a chance to pile out for Pete, and Jericho squashed them at one point, and like he squashed them, and then mm-hmm. Pineapple got released two days later. So you are right, and you know what? Yeah, so and, and, to, and to and to make the point as well, and to make the point oh, as well, that shoes. wasn't even. I'm saying here like who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that wasn't even a, a Chris Jericho decision. Like, Chris Jericho was the one that pushed for Pete to, to come through and all the rest of it. Even now, like, Chris Jericho's just announced the new, the next um, cruise thing or whatever else. Shug's on, Shug's gonna be, he's one of the guests. Shug's one of the guests. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't Jericho's idea to get rid of him. It must have been a company decision on a whole. But this is what I'm saying, like, going back to Orange Cassidy as well. Orange Cassidy wasn't a star beforehand. Yes, he's got star quality. Yes, he's definitely enough to, to push. And, and there was something there to work with. 
but it, it, it's definitely a, a showing of, right, this is who we want to work with, so we're going to push this guy. Um, going back to, you know, what, what Wilkins was saying as well about the demographic, this is, this is why, for me, I will make the noise that I'm making about the lack of representation and, and, and whatnot. Yet my foot, my when I when it comes to trying to find a solution or to to fixing the problem, it's not waiting for the white man to provide for us. The demo, we are not the demographic. We're not the demographic. At the end of the day, again, coming from my business head, marketing, and whatever else, you have your target audience. At the end of the day, you cater more for your target audience than you do for anyone else. At the end of the day. Demographic of wrestling, especially AEW very specifically, is 25 to 45 white males. Who else are you going to put on your, on your card? The people that they, that they relate to. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. And at the end of the day as well, who are the people that run the show? These same 25 to 45 year olds or white men, blah, blah. They're going to show naturally, whether that's racism or not, naturally going to show their own people. So when it comes to a solution, it's not about waiting for Cody Rhodes to, you know, um, to listen to Brandy when they're, when they're in bed at night and, and Brandy talk about Sonny Kiss and Red Velvet and Big Swole and blah, blah, blah. It, it's what we have to do is to build ourselves and to understand that we can do these things ourselves. So we should have our own promotions. We should be pushing our own people, all that kind of thing. It, waiting for the white man to, to, to do something for us who have absolutely no idea what it what it feels to be us makes no sense it's like yeah, it's right. like a, a female waiting for a man to answer every question a, a female needs answering it's not gonna happen it's no. not gonna happen ever so it's a very similar thing so this is why for me with us doing what we do you know, um, it, it, it's about us showing that we can do this together for ourselves on our own, being self-sufficient um, and, and, and all of those kinds of things. So, you know, <laughs> um, and, you know, to go back, to, to even go a little bit deeper and go back into history, like the reason why, the reason, the reason why, um, why people get upset when we do great is because, at one point in this time in, in, in the world, um, especially in a, in a massive way in America, um, for 600 years, we were literally dependent on the white man as, as slaves. We came free, doing what we're doing, became self-sufficient, hated it, threw everything else in our way to stop us from being successful and blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's a very similar thing, whether it's out and out, you know, um, blatantly, or just something that is now ingrained or innate in, in, in our systems, is that when we become great, as Wilkins said earlier, um, I can't remember if it was on the show before we started, but wrestling does not want to see a black Dave Meltzer or a black um, Sean Russell or a black Ryan Satin. They don't want to see that. So they'll do whatever it is that they can um, to stop it from happening. So when we're talking about black wrestlers, this and black wrestling draws and uh, black, black, wrestling, black wrestlers matter and all that kind of thing, what, what, what's always the response that we get? Oh, everybody matters. 
Oh, but wait, 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 wait a little bit. Wait a little bit. AW's only been around for two years. Um, oh, but which black, which black wrestlers, which black wrestlers ready? Like, why not just take the that. fact that the facts is the facts? You know what I mean? And, and, that's, and that's what it is. Ready. Nobody's ready. Nobody's ready. Listen, man. Listen, man. Don't ever tell me Ricky Starks is not ready. No, no. I'm just saying in general, when you really look at the landscape of wrestling, Right. They put somebody in the fire mm -hmm. and they got to survive the fire. Black, white, Spanish, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is they just don't want to do it. <laughs> That's what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. They lazy. The thing about wrestling, like, the thing about wrestling mm -hmm. is, this is why I've been telling people, is um, this is how it's kind of hard for me to determine who's the best because mm -hmm. being the best is 50% on you. That's definitely on you. And the other 50% right. is just the company and great booking. Like, mm -hmm. what if The Rock never got good booking from the um, from Vince? You think The Rock will be The Rock? Probably not. You understand? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, y'all all are saying the same exact thing, and it's finally hitting me in my head is they just need an opportunity. So if they had let Scorpio Scott become TNT champion, who would mm -hmm. know the landscape of black wrestling and um and AEW? Mm -hmm. Or exactly. Nyla Rose is Nyla Rose didn't become champion and her reign, it was just like you look up, then the next week she was gone like, again. Yeah, and I'm looking like yeah. okay. And I feel like mm -hmm. the only wrestling federation that really don't care is impact. Because they made Bobby Lashley a triple champion when when they didn't have to. You understand? Yeah. And they made Fire and Desire one of the hottest groups, the first ever um, black women's champion on the mm -hmm. show when they revitalized the mm -hmm. title. I feel mm -hmm. Impact is the only federation, only one that when it comes to like wrestling, you feel like the next man up gets the opportunity, regardless of skin and complexion. That's the only federation mm -hmm. I feel that. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things, oh, I'm sorry. I think one of the things is that, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just like, when it comes to us black people, again, we pick and choose who's the next messiah. Because think about it. Mm -hmm. If you really got beyond something, he could become champion in AEW. But because he is not a person that who is a homo, like, or who's like a heterosexual, a lot of black people can't, cannot, cannot get behind him. And I feel mm -hmm. like we pick and choose who we want for us to be next up. And that's and that's kind of a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, go ahead, Wilkins. Um, I just, I just, uh, all, all I'm gonna say is just that, like, there's opportunities there, in every mm -hmm. in every company, there for is. more representation in general, and just just to do things better. And we and if the hashtag Black Wrestler Black Wrestlers Draw, um, even phase for fucking um trial on Twitter. Like, mm. it just shows the power mm -hmm. of black wrestling fans mm -hmm. and the influence that they have. And mm -hmm. I, I don't want to, like, stay on that note. It's just, like, we saw what happens when you take when you take a chance on black wrestlers and let them be themselves as in the mm -hmm. new day. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. have delivered on all fucking cylinders. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about... Shane Taylor and them boys. Like, yeah. Russ is coming so, so, be themselves. You know what I mean? It's, it's, 
they're on this level of like, hey, give them a chance. Let them be themselves. Let them do things that they understand and mm-hmm. not break them up, not do fucked up shit to not do fucked up shit to each other. Just just let them run. And we saw the great things that come out of it. Ricky Starks is a mm-hmm. star. Complete. Yes. Ricky Clearly. Starks is a star. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that hopefully they're understanding, but but the one but you are right, like you've been saying throughout the show, the more you speak up, the more they have to take notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, you know, and I think we're included in that conversation where we don't always understand yeah. um how loud our voices really are. Mm. And I think it wasn't until we kind of got more into the indie teams here in New York and you know in the South and having more of a relationship with other promotions and things like that. Right. That we really right. Did, I, I know for me personally, I didn't understand the volume of my voice. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think we uh, we as fans have a responsibility to make mm-hmm. sure that we will always voice and we, and we that I think is one thing like we like I like me and Wilkins went to SmackDown on Friday here in New York and I had posted mm-hmm. and they did the you know the you know everybody hates the contract signing and shit <laughs> everybody hates it <laughs> but literally the little girl in me that started watching wrestling at seven and eight. I, 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 it hit a nerve for me because to see Bianca Belair who headlined night one of WrestleMania mm-hmm. to now be at one of the biggest places in the world for the first time and as mm-hmm. a black woman, like it just, it, it came a little full circle for me because it was just like, if we were having this conversation 20 years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's a good trend center. Right. Yes. And, and I think I think a lot of, you know, us just in general as, you know, black journalists, people in the black, in, in the media need to understand mm-hmm. that our, our voices are, are loud and, and they have meaning and you can't right. always assume people understand. You got to be clear with what you say. You, you got to be consistent with what you do. And mm-hmm. that's how, you know, the world and the industry starts taking you serious. There's certain things where people come up to us and they and they tell us certain things. And I'll be like, why are they telling us? Because mm-hmm. they trust mm-hmm. us. So they want to come on the show and they, and they want to do things with mm-hmm. us. It's because there's a level of trust that they, they're like, you're going to reach a certain level and a certain amount of people that I haven't been able to. And mm-hmm. you guys are, are welcoming and you guys are down to earth. And literally every almost every interview, if it's a wrestler that we do that we may not know, we start off very like choppy. We're like, "Who are you? What are you doing?" Yeah. By the yeah. end of it, we're all BFFs. We're all mm-hmm. we're all in it together. Right. And I think right, that's right, right. just my wish is that we all kind of just continue to pull together and do things. I mean, some people mm. are gonna take certain things, you know, the way that they take it, but it's yeah, exactly. always to make. Yeah. It's always to make ourselves better. I think that's what it is at the end of the day. It's not only the shock literally. or a jazz. It's nah, literally nah. like, listen, you have a responsibility and the way you're right. presenting this can fuck right. up everything for everyone. <laughs> my point exactly. But guys, do you guys it. have before you... Oh, hold on, Mr. Black. I want you guys to think about your last question because I do remember it is like almost three thirty in the morning over there. Oh, shoot, my bad. <laughs> hey, my listen, bad. it's twenty. To, it's twenty to forty. It's twenty to four in the morning. See, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's we, the we sun is going. about to come so up. I feel bad. Oh shoot, I feel bad. I, 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 no, don't I, 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 I have a, I have a, I have a, 
I have no I'll more see, questions. I see the I see the birds sitting on the trees ready to start chirping. So yo, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. When I was Good. talking, I was like, oh, shit, wait, it's like, the, the sun is about to come out. Hold on. I gotta go to bed anyway. So, yeah. I gotta go to bed anyway. See, yeah, he's, he's, he's grandpa, so soon, soon enough. He, it's, 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 <laughs> you guys think of your last questions, and then no we'll questions. wrap up. I got no more questions. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say this, going back to the whole Brandy thing, actually, because um, we were making points about Brandy and, and, and how she's treated, I guess, and, you know, what's expected of her and, and all that kind of stuff is um you know wilkins said the said 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 the thing of she doesn't have enough sisters in her corner um and i believe that's the case um i think she's probably garnered a few more friends in the business in 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 terms of some of the ladies that are in aw now like a red velvet possibly big sword you know um, ladies like that jade cargill for example um but yeah i think so a lot of the time too much is put on her or too much is expected of her just because of the position that she holds or because of who her husband because of who her husband is um i know full well that if i was doing business with my wife and you know at the end of the day you've got to be professional during that nine to five during the time business hours and all the rest of it you got to be professional You've got to, you know, everyone's got to know where, where they're at and, and, and whatnot. Just because my wife is part of the business, it doesn't mean that I have to or even will listen to every concern of hers or everything that she says and blah, blah. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. That's just where it is. If, if yeah. it was a thing where she had influence to what happens in the ring and wasn't being listened to, completely different. But that's just not what her position is. So for us as, you know, I guess the black delegation to be on her to say, you know, you're the only one of us that's there, so you must do this for us and you have the responsibility to do this and blah, blah, is completely unfair. But the crazy thing is, from conversations that I've had with her and even from seeing how certain things have panned out, I know that she's been trying. Whether she's still trying now or probably given up because she's fed up, you know, I think very likely that's probably the case. Um, she's given up because she's fed up, whether that's because of us or because of, you know, the, the, the guys at the top. Who knows? But she's definitely, I think she's definitely in a place where she's like, right, I've tried and no one appreciates what I've, the, the simple fact that I've tried. Um, but so at, the same time, at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, with the amount of times I've defended Brandy Rhodes in conversations um, on on my page on Twitter, there are many times where she reacts to certain things in the worst way possible, and I find it very difficult to defend her. She she can get very defensive when someone else uh, disagrees with her opinion or has a different opinion to to her, um, and. You know, sometimes she she sounds off, and she sounds she, you know she she says something, and you're like, yeah, you didn't say that. It's like with that tweet. It's like with that tweet in general. The way it came across is almost like she was blaming us for talent not getting over because we don't support them enough. I'm like, that is the complete opposite. We're the ones supporting, but we're not seeing no um, no response to our support. So while you know. Big shotty 
he's you know every now and again on dark he's being called the future and he's added to the nightmare factory what have they actually done with him what makes you what makes you actually think that he is the future what have they actually done with him you know what i mean he's he's every now and again they say it but he's not had a, a strong run um he had that amazing match with that 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 english guy that was there for like two weeks he's now on nxt uk they had a great match the fact that i've forgotten his name tells you enough um, well, to be but, fair he's legally blind in one eye and had surgery so that's why he's not wrestling anymore he's not talking no 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 no, no, no that's he's a gogo -go. that's anthony gogo -go. yeah anthony go i'm talking about lee johnson um shotty lee lee johnson lee, they're not gonna do nothing with lee this is what I'm saying. This is what I mean. He got beat and up I feel black. You know, a black guy. <laughs> Listen, they put, Listen, they put everybody against Alistair Black just so that Cody could come back and yeah, be yeah. saving white light. That's it. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's of course. It. We know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> you know, you know what it is. And this is, this is just my opinion. I don't know 100%. Mm -mm. I feel. So first things first, she may have people in her corner, mm -hmm. but there's nobody in her corner that's not working for her that's telling her. Right, 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 right. right. Because right, the end, right, that's still my boss. Right. right. I got a, I got right. a tiptoe around. I'm about to say that's number one. But but, but, but I'm happy that she's finding her little tribe. That's Very one. True. Number two is, I personally now that I'm talking to you and that you're saying mm -hmm. what you're saying, mm -hmm. I personally think that the higher ups told her that people don't support black wrestlers. And then she went out and said, yo, this is the numbers, yeah. It's based on merch sales and, and numbers, and, and it's, it's yeah. that, that's what she's talking about. And then she's, they, like she's, this is the information that I'm getting, I'm going to mm -hmm. tweet it out. Mm -hmm. But because mm -hmm. you're not having a conversation with somebody and fully, right. you know, flushing out the point, you're right. just tweeting something for, with a borderline hot take, you yeah. can't eat it alive. Right. But the thing about it is to like um I like I'm gonna try to give like a new nuance to it is how can one get trained for social media? You understand? And Don't talk. Um I give you an example <laughs> like all of us deal with social media, right? And you, my brother, you know, whatever, right? Before we first had social media, we didn't know how to do nothing on there. Due to our experience throughout the years, now we can go back and take our hand and educate someone else. Who's educating Brandy Rose as Brandy mm -hmm. Rose? Wow. Mm -hmm. A Brandy Rose, just for like, um, just from like my tongue twister, Brandy is who's training her how to be a CEO, a black woman, a mother, a um, a wife to like mm -hmm. enter like a, a white man. There's so many different nuances. And when she got out of, um, when she got to the Indies, whatever, who was like the most dominant black woman, um, black woman on the scene during that time? I'm not denying mm -hmm. the people from the past though, but like, mm -hmm. where was the Sasha Banks? Where was Bianca Belair back? Who took those arrows for her? So when she comes up, she rather to take that much arrows. She didn't mm -hmm. have that. She's literally the first of the first. So right. Right. her getting angry at people online is. That's her just as a person. You don't know what kind of demons that she deal with. Imagine you waking up and hide up Black Lives Matter, and then every time, every other tweet you get, 
um, you get um, um, Master Lover, you know, you love the white man, and people saying that the only reason mm-hmm. why that Jane arrested him oh, no. because Cody has a weird fetish for black women. I'm looking like, how can you mm-hmm. say that? That's not mm-hmm. right, because if mm-hmm. I say that about you, Mr. Black, um, you're sexist, you're cool, you're a sellout, but yeah, you can say mm-hmm. that to another black woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can you understand this? So with Brady, yeah, yeah. it's just like, she literally taking arrows for the Janelle's. She literally taking arrows for the Faye Jackson. She literally taking arrows mm-hmm. for everyone else who wants to be in that position as a Stephanie. Only one who's like her is Stephanie, but Stephanie's white. Let's be serious. There's only yeah, yeah. one of one. Yeah, I think you're giving her too much credit, to be Why honest. Um, because she can have a social media man. And that's and that's my thing. Mm. That's my thing is because mm. you're you're going through all of this because she did come out. She said she's she suffering from postpartum depression. And listen, I've seen it with friends. I've seen it with different people, and it's rough. Mm-hmm. Get off social media. Mm-hmm. Have somebody run your social media page. Take your pictures. Mm-hmm. Post your stuff for you. You know, blah blah blah. That's one. With the Black Lives Matter, you have every right to feel the way that you feel, but when motherfuckers are um, going through so much about a bigger picture, about mm-hmm. a bigger cause, you don't need to post it. And I'm, not, and I'm not taking anything away from her, her experiences, her, you know, the stuff that she's gone through, but there's a time and place for everything. It's like, we, we say all the time, read the room. Mm-hmm. I, I was just about to say mm-hmm. that. She don't know how to read the room. And, and that's, that's, and that's very true. Problem. That's very true. That and, and, I don't, true. And, and I actually... That's arrogance right there. That's arrogance. Genuinely want to love Cody, because I love Cody as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Cody fan. Mm-hmm. But nice. he's doing dumb shit. And I got to call him out on it. Mm-hmm. And then Brandy, I don't. I stay away from Brandy because she is a black woman. I try to, like, you know, not send too much criticism at her, mm-hmm. but she be bugging. Mm-hmm. She be bugging. So there's, she just needs to to move a little bit better. And, and it's 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 just the stay of social media. Get somebody to run your stuff for you. Take care of your mm-hmm. your beautiful child, mm-hmm. and you, you you'll be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's basically that's basically what it is at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for real, I, 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 I think it is definitely a thing where you know she, she, she suffers for being in the position that she's in. Yeah, having the experiences that she's that, that she's experienced, nor the rest of it. She's in a very difficult position, but at the same time as well, you know, it's like with with me and you. You know, we we know full well, we know full well that if we say something, we're gonna get a certain reaction. Yeah. Yep. And so we know that we're going to say it on purpose to get the reaction. Yeah. Or we're not going to say it at all to avoid the reaction. Yeah. Not just say it being completely oblivious or then get upset when you get a certain reaction. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and that's what she suffers for as well. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a rock and a hard place, I guess, for her at, at, yeah. at the moment. And, yeah, and the scary thing, the scary thing is for me is, you know, then dealing with a child on top of all of that, 
you know, you're talking about the, the depression that she's been dealing with and, you know, she came out about, about that as well. Um, and you know what? Social media is a dangerous place when you're in that frame of mind. Yeah, especially yeah. in her position. And we've seen, we've seen, unfortunately, very unfortunately, we've seen what happened with someone else in a very extreme way when when the social media gets the, gets on top. So with ACH, when he went through all that madness that he did and, and he went off on social media and, you know, and, and had the response that he had and then obviously it turned into what he turned into. And that is the scary consequences of what can happen. And even in even in the media in general, um, whether it be wrestling or, you know, just entertainment yeah. in general, there was, a, there was a guy from the UK, um, a black guy, um, his name is Ryan, Ryan Smile. Um, he came up in the UK scene with Pete Dunne. Him and Pete Dunne were literally best friends. And um, he's black. And he came up and on the UK scene, well-known, all the rest of it, something happened. Um, I think he got injured at a show, was supposed to be at another show, said he couldn't, he couldn't make it, but then turned up on the, on the night and got injured again. He got some next level of like backlash and all the rest of it. And from that incident, which is about five years ago, or I think you know, maybe three or four years ago, he took he, he took about two years out, came back. On the night he came back, he got injured again. Again, all this backlash, blah blah blah. Last year he took his own life. Oh. And that was mainly down to the fact that he had this this backlash on social media, people coming at him for this, that, and the next. And there were other, other stories about what he's done in, 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 in the back, in, in locker rooms to people and, and how he is and blah, blah, and all that kind of stuff. And then, it, you know, he got to that point where he thought, can't do this anymore. And that's the scary thing that happens. And not to say that I'm expecting anything like that to happen to Brandy Rose, but what I'm just saying is that there's a real danger in people trying to live their lives and especially trying to justify their lives on social media is it's a dangerous place even when i came back a couple of weeks ago when i said what i said about you know about the bw uh 500 and i had some of the response that i had i'm like i was i was up all night i was up all night like whoa like what i'm to me what i'm saying is justified how are you taking it this way but it made sense that they did but what i'm saying is like the way my I, I naturally reacted was was like whoa, like this actually happens. It's dangerous. Social yeah. media is definitely a beast. It's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a it's a place where you gotta you can't take it too because one one it's not real life. That's one. Mm. Two, half the people that's talking wild shit won't won't, won't say that shit to your face. Definitely not. Yo, prime example, prime example, not. prime example. We all know that between my brother, me, and you know, we said some a lot of hot takes. Of course, one of the most infamous hot takes is we think that Jeff Hardy's a little bit overrated. We think Matt Hardy's better. Mind you, mm -hmm. we didn't insult him personally as a man. Mm -hmm. We give him all the compliments. And in the comments, the stuff that people said, F you, da 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 da, -da this, that, a third, and then. My brother said, like, yo, bro, it's just wrestling. It's not that serious. Why are you taking it so personal? I swear. Two seconds they later. Standing up, they standing up for the nigga that was drunk yeah. in the wrestling ring and was dangerous and could have killed right. Sting. Right. Killed Sting. Come on. Mind you, that's, that's the past. 
And then right. people literally will curse us out in the comments. And then me, me being me, I'm looking like, yo, bro, it's wrestling, bro. Why you taking it so personal? Inboxes later. I'm very sorry. I'm a fan. Right, 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 right. I took it right, too right, far. Right. Yo, right, you're right. a grown ass man. Why need to tell you that? Stop taking stuff so personal. Like, but, bro, Jeff Hardy was not there. Jeff Hardy did nothing for you but entertain you. He was not there Jeff when Jeff Hardy don't even died. know you. He don't but even know you. There's one to have an one to have an um an opinion and, and disagree, which is totally fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. But when people be like, "Yo, you're a fucking idiot. You shouldn't be ever watching wrestling a day in your life. What's wrong with you? Go kill yourself. Your mother's on fire. Go kill yourself. Oh my word. I before you go, before you go, we did an episode where we spoke about Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> were, it, it was one of the highest listened shows ever that we did for this year Mm-mm-mm-mm. because Alicia Fox's stance found the episode, they listened to it and started trashing us in the DMs one person like posted our page and was like this page needs to be shut down because they're catering for Alicia said that? yeah we <laughs> got these bald motherfuckers talking about Alicia Fox. What? <laughs> Damn. What? That's why I don't be connected. Rustling opinion, mind you. You know how we are. We never say nothing personal. We just keep mm. it as in skills because that's any sport. Like LeBron James, if you attack him as a mm. player, that's fine. That's all fair game. But yeah, when you talk mm-hmm. about how his mother was a crackhead, was a hoe, bro, was that necessary? It's funny as hell. And the thing about it, I was laughing about it, but it was like, yo, you hate black people because you don't like Alicia Fox. And I was like, wow. I was like, what? Yo, yo, chill, <laughs> Wow. But, Listen, man, it happens. It well, happens, though, man. You need to go. You need to go to sleep. Yes. yes. Oh, happens, um. Man. We need a One last team, question that I have, absolutely. Go for it. Oh, set that man. up. But um, what is two goals that you have for Black Wrestling Alliance? Oh man, good question. Um, I try to keep um a lot of things close to my chest. I've learned in life that when you talk too much about something, it doesn't happen. Um, but but to answer the question. Um, but if you don't speak it into existence, then it may never happen. That's very true as well. That is very true as well. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a balance, and it? it's a difficult one as well. But yeah, so, so for me to answer the question, really, like one of the biggest goals that I've always had for this whole thing was to just um, grow the community, basically. You know, what I mean, as as you know, very similar to what you guys have done already in the last two years, um, in oh, terms thanks. of like putting on your own shows um you know the regular viewing party thing like that's what you guys are known for all that kind of thing it's about the community um the the community part of things so i'm trying my best to find ways to build a community it's very difficult because i'm like 20 million miles away from everyone else um or from the people that i need to be close to but um that is that is the purpose for me as well like um i mentioned earlier that the last two years or so I've not necessarily been able to focus on the page in the way that I've wanted to, um, or I have done, you know, in, in, in the early part of things. 
so I guess for me, it's, it's about finding that balance, the, the, the work-life balance, because at the end of the day, unfortunately for me, this is a hobby. When, you know, when in, in, to categorise it correctly, this is a hobby because the amount of work that I put into it and don't make nothing from it, I can't completely focus on this because I still have bills to pay, kids to look after, blah, 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 the rest of it. Um, so it's trying to find that balance. And in doing that, it's trying to find a way for that to work, not just for me, but obviously for the purpose of building a community of black fans um, and black wrestling in general. So making more connections, probably with, with promotions and stuff, um, getting in there and, and just seeing what I can do for, you know, to maybe even build others that want to be like us in terms of like, um, you know, journalists, podcasters, um, you know, people that just want to get into things. I, I remember having, I still get questions asked of me people in the US, 17 to 19 year olds be like, oh, um, how do I get started in wrestling? I live in so-and-so state, blah, blah, I'm like, I'm in the UK, how do I, how, do, how am I supposed to know where the next wrestling school is in Missouri or whatever? Like, I don't know. You see um, what I mean? Did I talk about it, this earlier? Yep, yeah, it happens, it happens. So even, even being able to answer those type of questions would be great, would be amazing. So I could say, oh, I know about blah 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 here and this state does so and so and oh what city are you from oh well this city is closest to you that have a wrestling school so it's all that kind of thing it's all that kind of thing just being able to answer the questions building the community and just building just the confidence of black fans and black wrestlers in general to be fair well i'm gonna say my closing things because i have no more questions is adrian aka the jamaican bull you have to understand dogs like you have to understand is not only that you created a place where black wrestlers could be black wrestlers though but the way you spotlight them is always positive and you never take away who the character who who the character are you just enlarge because you understand character work is important when it comes to marketing yourself and the one thing i have to give you is your little details in the graphics that you do, dogs. Everything. I'm looking like, ooh, the, the details, the lettering, <laughs> every little thing that you do. And mm-hmm. to me, it's not only like it's for black people, but you're creating culture. And mm-hmm. you're like one of the, the, the fathers of creating culture within the black community. And to me, sir, you've been doing a great job since I met you. And you've always been Thank supporting you. us and back and forth. You're For doing sure. what a lot of people won't do is spotlight us. And mm-hmm. I can't even call you the BT of this. You're the black wrestling lines of black wrestling lines. You're the one of black. <laughs> I, can't, I can't call you that. I love that. I love that. Appreciate that. I love it. And the fact that you're not from the U.S. and you're from where you're from, to me, that is a great selling point because it shows you that black people is not only exclusive to Africa, the Caribbeans, and America. We right, right, right. Basically, we're everywhere, man. Like, we're everywhere, B. Like, you get a drop of us and a white woman, all oh, men. <laughs> <Please change it. laughs> yo, listen, it's like I hear that. I hear you. I hear you. So, I yo, I applaud you. I have to say this on air is Black Wrestling Lives when your list comes out every year. I get excited because you introduce me to 20 more black people. You introduce right, another right, right. black people. And the one thing I like what you do about it is similar to the PWI, you take your own twist by putting a video, 
an image of them. And you take you pick you pick great pictures too. Like I can tell you real ain't about the pictures. Bro, I have to, you, gotta, have you, to. you gotta look good everything. Yeah. And these are what I like to tell a lot of young people around our field. We matter. We control mm-hmm. the narrative. So all mm-hmm. the bad pictures that you choose to put up with these, these wrestlers and they get represented a certain type of way, that's on you because you still mm-hmm. have control how we represent it. Yo, Adrian, yeah, man. man. Yo, thank you, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it massively, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Appreciate no problem. Sherlock, any last words? Nah, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, dogs. Get some sleep. Yeah, no, he's he's checked out. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but on behalf of the Job of Tears podcast, we do want to thank you for all the support you've given us. Half of it, you know, I think fans and people have come up to us have not would have not known unless you definitely reposted it and, and mm. posted things on our behalf. So thank you so much um for trusting us and and believing in us when people were still like trying to figure out who we were <laughs> like <laughs> we just started from the bottom now we're here type real, of thing so for real, for real. um but the goal next year is to get you to the states so we're gonna yes. work on it <laughs> it's, yes it's, it's the plan man it's the plan because you know job slam two is is a thing it is a real life thing july 2022 so gotta yeah, get you here okay maybe get your okay owner Anywho, um, <laughs> thank you once again. Um, let the viewers and listeners know where to find you. Of course, of course. Um, if you're not following me already, you can follow me on Black Wrestling Alliance on Instagram. And um, I'm now making a lot more noise on Twitter, uh, which is Black Wrestling A. So follow me there as well. Um, and yeah, and the other place you can find me is on the WrestleManiac UK YouTube channel. Um, we go live every Tuesday on um, Wrestle Extra, where we're talking about all things black wrestling um, and what's been going on in in the world of wrestling. Yeah, um, like the boy that's on there. Yeah, man, check out my boy Mex. He is literally the hardest working journalist in the game right now. He's here, there, and everywhere. But uh, Mex is the WrestleManiac um, on on Instagram. Uh, sorry, on Twitter, WrestleManiac UK. And on Instagram, it's WrestleManiac.uk. And that's Mex. Yeah, man. Check him out as well. I like that. Great guy. Good. Great guy. I Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Get some rest, guys. Yeah, man. See you soon. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in on this late edition of the JTP Lounge. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out. Good night.